From the birthplace of modern recovery, Akron, Ohio, welcome to Rock and Recovery. Recovery Talks, the podcast dedicated to sharing stories and amplifying the voices of those on the front lines in the recovery movement. Our commitment to you to always deliver straight up sober talk with the sincere promise of a safe, stigma and judgment free zone. Recovery Talks right now. Hey everybody, this is your host, Mark Lee Shannon, and today I find myself on a Monday before the Thursday. It is the Thanksgiving that sets off the holiday season for 2020. Hard to believe it's the holiday season already. Man, what a year. You know, we've all been through our ups and downs and sideways and round and, and who'd have guessed, right? Who'd have thunk that at the beginning of this year, we would end up with all the circumstances, all the events, pandemic, crazy election cycle. Man, I know I didn't predict it. At the beginning of this year, I, I wrote an article for uh, my column, The Sober Chronicles. Basically, what I said is that I wanted to be a more compassionate and kinder friend in my sober community and beyond. I live and I survive by the service of supporters of all types and degrees, and I wanted to be a better person in that circle, from the casual friends to the close ones. I wanted to serve those friendships and speak words of uplifting encouragement. And that's what I set out to do. I wanted to tell people who would listen to forget what you you know, what you heard about people like me that have been through the mill in recovery, that people can and do recover. But there's so many more things out there that I want to think about today besides just alcoholism and addiction. The big focus I want to put on is how do we approach this, this season? You know, how do we get through this season with, uh, with good mental health? And, uh, you know, I did some research online and I read a bunch of articles and that's why I'm kind of actually a little bit late putting this thing together. And of course, my uh, my apologies go out to my compadre, Matt Anthony, for, for always putting up with me and uh, and Corny, who helps us with the technical side, and all the people at uh, 91.3 and Rock and Recovery, Tommy Bruno and uh, his whole team, who is so amazing. But I'll tell you what, I, I didn't really expect that uh, this year would end up the way it was. And I think what I wanted to say at the beginning of this year was that more than anything, I wanted to practice the art of reframing. You know, that simple ability to appreciate life's flat tire moments and use them to be more mindful. I wanted to live with more acceptance and to not waste another second reliving past failures and the book of my regrets. I wanted to have faith that there are lessons in every low point lessons in every low point. Wow. If I'd only known at the beginning of the year just how up and down this year would have been. I had so many plans this year, as all of us did. You know, I was finally going to be able to let go of my uh, my final W-2 job uh, working as a consultant in the audio industry. And uh, I was going to be able to live 100% my life dream, which was to be full-time musician, and to be a teacher again, which I always loved during college. I always loved giving private lessons. It's been a passion of mine. And, you know, and I was going to be able to do, I think I had on the books when I started this year, I had over over 100 gigs. 
I was going to be on tour with uh, with J.D. Iker, a record I had just finished. And, uh, of course, my work with Mr. Stanley, Michael Stanley, was going to continue. We had some great fly dates scheduled, and it was going to be all great. And then on March 11th, I think it all fell apart for us. And then, of course, it twisted down in a spiral after that. We don't need to get into that because everybody's lived that, right? We don't need to talk about my poopy diaper, so to speak. But, uh, you know, I, 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 as I sit here in this week before Thanksgiving, I, I just want to kind of reflect what's, what's going on right now. What's going on? I was looking on the CDC website for just uh, all the rules and regulations that they have about how to go about having a Thanksgiving holiday and be safe. And it was just, my head was spinning, just spinning, trying to figure it all out. And I just don't know how anyone's going to be able to put that together. Now, I will be here today with myself and I'm going to put together a little bird and put together a nice meal and feel grateful for all the things I have. My best friend, Martin the dog, just recovered for some surgery. It's a non-malignant lipoma and I'm just really happy he's okay. But we got to kind of be mellow this week, so we're going to kind of... But the other thing I looked at online that I noticed was a a graphics from uh, this article, this site that I follow called 538. And they had like a little domino explanation of just how quickly this pandemic can spread by a, by a group of this outing and by, by an outing like, a, um, like Thanksgiving. And it was just, just mind-blowing, just mind-blowing, you know. So I thought to myself, well, what can I possibly say that would be meaningful in a, in a podcast that has to do with this? What, what are you doing, Mark? What is, what is your, your list of things together? And of course... My mind went to that list. And uh, this year, one of the things that I've done um, to try and stay connected is that I've gotten a little piece of paper that I keep on my desk, and I I occasionally go through several of them. But the latest one has got a number of my friends on it, and I call it the call list. Now, these are people that I, I think about during the day that I feel I need to connect with. And we all have these friends, you know, they, they pop into our minds or maybe we're out somewhere or maybe we hear some music or there's something that sparks that reminiscence of a friend. And you think, man, I wonder what they're up to. I wonder what's going on with them, you know? And what I've been doing this year is I've been writing that name down on a list. Now, oftentimes we get so busy with our lives and are catching up on our emails and you know, my life, my schedule, I, I just work. It's really good to have that little, that little spark of remembering to say, oh yeah, that call list. Today, I'm going to call somebody. And if you can just do that once a day, if you can just find somebody to call once a day, you know, that's, that's really, I think one of the, one of the the great gifts we can give each other maybe this holiday is, is pick up the phone. I'm going to get more into that a little bit later, but you know, I, I think that really the biggest message for this, this holiday season is that we've got to find a way. We've got to find a way to enhance our connections. Now, whether that's your calling, whether it's a text, maybe you do a little letter, an email, you know, but this year, I think I'm going to do something really special with Christmas cards. You know, they could be holiday cards. You can call them whatever you want. I, I don't think it really matters what the nomenclature is, but it's that, that reach out that we do every year to let people know, you know what? We took the time to get a card and write a message 
and to address it and get the crazy Christmas stamp or whatever stamp, holiday stamp, whatever it is, and we send it to you. And I think this year, more than anything, those things are going to be kind of important to me. I don't, I don't have a, a a big list of cards, but I do have a list of of things that I I want to say to those people. And the other thing I'm going to put in those cards is this year my garden was kind of up and down, but one thing that worked really really well was cayenne peppers. So I I dried a bunch of them. And you know what? They look like Christmas ornaments. They look like little holiday ornaments. And, I, and they're just cool. So I'm going to put them in a bag and I'm going to try and come up with something kind of crafty and thoughtful to say to people about it. And uh, that's kind of one thing I'm going to do this year. As I was doing some perusing and, and reading online about, you know, what do the experts say about how to approach these holiday seasons. You know, we're we're all going to be isolated a little bit more. Maybe we won't have the things that we normally will do, those normal traditions, you know. But one of the things that we always try to do with people is we, we, we try to call them up and cheer them up. You know, I'm a big fan of that. Let's bring up people's spirits. But this one article that was written by this lady named Maggie Mulqueen, and I, I love that name, Mulqueen, Maggie Mulqueen, uh, she said some things that I thought were really interesting, and I'd like to bring him into this podcast. And let me see if I can I can capture what she said. She said, when we try to cheer others up by having them look at the bright side before really listening to their feelings, we are inadvertently faulting them for how they feel. Rarely do such efforts change people's true emotions. Instead, they teach them to hide their feelings and retreat into themselves rather than have them dismissed. As one client said, and she's talking about her client here, my friend keeps trying to cheer me up by telling me what's good for me. When truthfully, she hasn't bothered to learn what is really, really bothering me. So that's a really interesting idea. You know, instead of just telling people, hey, look on the bright side, maybe we should take a breath. And as my grandfather used to say, and he was so great at this, he'd say little simple things in his broken English. He'd say, listen to me, two ears, one mouth. There's a reason. Two ears, one mouth, right? (laughs) Two ears, one mouth. You know, wow, doesn't that make sense? So she goes on in this article, time and again, I see that once people feel heard and understood, they are much more open to changes in behavior or perspective. And listening to their concerns not only is a more productive way of relating to them, it also facilitates another major path to alleviating their pain by meaningfully connecting with them. By hearing one another and supporting one another, we can help build resilience, which is a key component of mental health. She goes on to say, approaching the holidays with a willingness to adapt is essential to strengthening resilience, to crafting a satisfying holiday season, however we can. After mourning the reality that everything is different, trying to reconfigure events safely is crucial to avoiding depression. If we can reframe our celebrations, there's my favorite word again, if we can reframe our celebrations from a perspective of right versus wrong to one of both 
and both forward slash and, we will no longer be forcing ourselves or those on our guest list to choose between being happy and unsafe or sad but careful. She says the holidays will be different and potentially joyful. Hey, might not be all bad, right? There will be less, but it can be enough. Boy, I like that line. There will be less, but it can be enough. We can be both sad and hold out hope for things to improve. By drawing close and listening fully to one another, we deepen our connections, which hopefully will last long after the holiday season is over and stand us in good standing after the pandemic is finally over too. Stand in good standing. That's an interesting thought. But that's by Maggie Mulqueen. She's a psychologist in private practice in Brookline, Massachusetts. You can follow her. Uh, she's got her website, drmaggiemulcoin.com. And she also wrote a book called On Our Own Terms, which is Redivining Competence and Femininity. I'm interested in her work by, by coming across this quote. So uh, really a group of interesting thoughts. You know, when we think about coming home for the holidays, <laughs> I know I, I heard somebody say recently, you know, home for the holidays, I want to be anywhere <laughs> but here, meaning their own home. Yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? Boy, you know, it's not going to be a Charlie Brown special this year, you know, with the great jazz and all those fond memories that special offers up. But, you know, we can be mindful of being here where you are. Being here in this moment. For me, what will that mean? That'll mean I'll have a warm house. That means I'll have food. I'll have clean clothes, fresh water, friends to call, families to Zoom possibly. And I'll have my health and more often I'll have my best friend with me, Martin the dog. When we go through life, there's a story that's talked about a lot in the rooms. And what I mean by that is in the group of 12, my 12-step program that I'm I'm deeply, deeply involved in. And we talk about helping each other and we talk about how do we do it? How do we do it? And there's a little story I like to remember. Maybe we can close with it, you know. A man with troubles who's walking down the street, he's got deep troubles. Now, you can interpret those troubles as being alcoholic, addict, having deep mental health issues, sadness, loneliness, but I think I like to describe it as just a man with troubles is walking down the street. Without looking, next thing he knows, he falls into this great big hole. And he's stuck down there in that hole. And he wonders, how am I going to get out of here? Why wasn't I smart enough to, to see this hole coming? Boy, I'm just not a very smart guy. And after a little while, a priest walks by. Somebody he knows, it's a father. And he says, hey, father, hey, father. I'm stuck down in this hole. Can you, can you help me get out of here? And Father looks down and he says, yeah, hang on. And he writes a prayer on a piece of paper and he throws the prayer down in the, into, the, into the hole. And the man reads the prayer and he feels a little bit better, but he realizes he's still not out of that hole. And he wonders what's going to happen. So a little while goes by and next thing you know, a, a physician that he knows walks by, a doctor. And he says, hey, doc, hey, doc. I'm stuck down in this hole. Can you help me? Can you help me get out of here? 
And doctor looks down and says, yeah, you are in a predicament. He goes, uh, hang on. And he writes a prescription on a piece of paper. and Here, try this, take this, throws it down to the hole. And the man looks at it and says, yeah, that, that probably would help me. But I'm still stuck in this hole. Still stuck in this hole. And so a little more time goes by. And pretty soon he hears his friend. He knows his friend from maybe a group or some meetings that he goes to. Nudge, wink. And he says, hey, Joe. Hey, Joe, man, I'm stuck down in this hole. Can you help me, man? I don't know how to get out. I don't know how I got down here. I need help. Please help me. Please help me. And Joe looks down, and next thing you know, he jumps down in the hole. And the friend says to him, no, man, I appreciate you jumping down in this hole, Joe, but, but now we're both down in here. And Joe looks at him and says, hey, don't worry about it. He goes, I've been down in this hole. I know how it feels, and I know the way out. I know the way out. Now, isn't that something we can, we can give each other? Aren't we all, from time to time, in that same hole, in that same place? What is the one thing we can give each other? Compassion, understanding. And you know, as we go through this holiday season, it may be difficult for all of us. It may be tough. You know, we don't know what we're going to be dealing with. We don't know what we're going to encounter. But I do like to draw on the words of the Dalai Lama. The Dalai Lama says things that make sense to me. Oftentimes I, I come back to his words. But the one that I'm really feeling right now for this holiday season, he says, we are all the same human beings. We are all the same. And there's no need for introductions. We have the same human face. When we see one another, we immediately see that there is our human brother or sister. Whether you know them or not, you can always smile and say hello. Smile and say hello. What if that's the one gift we give each other this holiday season? Connection. Reach out. Write that card. Send that text. And really listen. Really listen to understand. Friends, I can't tell you how happy I am to be a part of this podcast and have you listening right now. So please stay tuned as we go down the road through the end of this year and on beyond. I don't know what 2021 will bring. I don't know where we're heading from here. But I know that if we stay together and we stay in the mindfulness of the thinking that we are all the same human being. We can all help each other. So stay tuned to more episodes of this podcast. And until then, everybody, for this holiday season, stay standing and steady on.